Video marketing is being driven by the devices that we watch the videos on. And on today's episode called Should You Go Vertical, we talk about how the smartphone is changing how we actually watch videos. The video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. So, Brendan, today I wanted to talk about something that seems to be uh, increasingly in the news when it comes to the use of video, and that is, should you go vertical? And I've got to tell you, at five foot six, the answer is always yes for me. I always want to go more vertical. Um, I've wanted to be like six foot or six foot five. I, I had visions of being a center on on a pro basketball team, but very quickly those went away when I noticed that I had topped off at a uh, much lower height than than was necessary to get into the uh, into the I would NBA. Say you probably have a little bit ways to go before you can think about being a backup point guard, but so center maybe a little bit out of your range. But wasn't there a pro basketball player that was like five foot three, five foot four, who yeah, could Muggsy, dunk? Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues won a uh, dunk contest uh, in the nineties. It was sort of a, a charitable award, though. I mean, he—the fact that he dunked was, I think, good enough for the judges. Well, let's let's dunk this one. This this is a, a I think a slam dunk type of uh, discussion that I want to have on going vertical versus staying horizontal when it comes to a. Uh, videos, specifically marketing videos, not necessarily those videos that you take on your smartphone and you just share with other people on Instagram. And why is this really a thing? Why is this a discussion that we should, or a topic that we should be talking about? The reason is, is real simple. I mean, the, the reason is real simple. Uh, more and more people are watching video on their smartphones. And especially in that uh, target demographic that everybody wants to go after, the millennials. Uh, millennials are watching most of their their video content on their smartphone, and not only that, they're more they're engaging with it more. There's stats that you can find uh, all over, but some of the more uh, compelling ones. And millennials are twice as likely to be focused while watching video on their smartphones versus on TV. So, I mean, this is the this is the medium that your a lot of your target audience is most comfortable with, and they're it's right in front of their face. So when you have them on your smartphone or on their smartphone, you really do have them. So it's something that you want to consider while you're creating your not only your video strategy but also the video itself. And you have to think about who are the drivers in the world of video marketing today. It used to be YouTube because YouTube was the only game in town. And it used to, and then people are using videos more and more on their websites, but people are accessing the website by way of a smartphone. People are using more and more, companies are advertising on on Facebook and on Instagram. And Facebook is one of those drivers. They are changing the aspect ratio of the videos on their video player. So you could create a horizontal, but it's not going to play that way. Yeah, and you're you're hitting on a great point. You know, like you want to look for some indicators here, is like the trends. And when the power players like Facebook make a considerable 
uh, investment in the technology of web video and, and that what we're saying vertical video. It's a good indication of what's to come. I mean, their their analytics are probably better than anyone else's in this field. And if they know that this is going to be a major trend, then you should probably follow that as well. And you're right. Like, you know, there's it seems like it's not much of a difference when you say, oh, well, you know, I have a horizontal video versus a vertical video. But if you've ever had that experience where you, you click on a video on your, your smartphone and it comes up and, you know, the there are two large black boxes on top and bottom where, you know, they, it suddenly seems like the, you're just looking through a, a, a peephole at your, at your <laughs> video. And like, you, you're just, you, you start like contorting the screen and putting it mm. sideways and it, it can be a disruptive thing. And, and if people are, you know, just uh, giving your video a, just a, a little bit of a, a chance, just sort of a look, see right off the bat, if they see that your video is actually formatted for horizontal that can be discouraging enough for them to just drop it immediately. So these are these are considerations that you really want to uh, take into account. Another thing is that a lot of people, myself, I, I put my my phone or even my tablet, I put it in lock mode so that it doesn't automatically shift from vertical to horizontal. So if most people or a lot of people have their phones already on lock mode and vertical, that video is always going to come across with those two little black um, bands that you said it's going to be kind of small dinky yeah and and you know they it, it's just not the viewing experience you want to get i mean i always feel like when when that happens like i'm watching some foreign film or something you know like it's just it's from this like small french uh playhouse or you know it, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be seen by a wide audience you have to be in on it and, and squint to see the subtitles but you know the truth is when your video comes up you want it to be as easy on the viewer as possible you want to guide their eye to what is most important and if your video is simply not formatted for the way that the vast majority of people are viewing it now and more will be viewing it in the future then you're really just wasting whatever money that you spent on that video well you you mentioned something about uh foreign films well I don't know if that concept even exists anymore for and when it comes to video and smartphones, since the entire world is on YouTube and on smartphones. And there was a, I, I was reading recently, there's a, a publication called Tubular Insights. Anybody who's interested in marketing and video marketing, uh, we'll have a link on the, on the show notes page, but they were citing a poll back in 2015. So this is a year, a year and a half ago of close to 5,000 users around the world and over close to 60% of them use their smartphone and watch on a daily basis, a video of under five minutes on their smartphone. They're not watching feature length films on their smartphones. They're watching marketing and shorter videos on their smartphone and close to 50% of them don't ever watch a video on anything but their smartphone. So that's around the world. That's not just here in the United States. Yeah, and I think – and this is something that we'll get into in the, the second half of the podcast. But you know, this it's a double-edged sword. It cuts both ways. Like you have you, the attention of people, uh, spe specifically the millennials, when you have that on your smartphone. But you don't have it forever. You know, it, it's not like – it's not like TV or it's not even like your, your laptop or your desktop where you have someone sitting down. They're sort of physically committed to their environment. People who are watching your video, yeah, the screen may be a few inches from their face, 
but they're also probably on the go. And these are strategic things that you have to think about when you form your video and you know, how to take advantage of that person who is in a very unique space and time in their physical life. And you know, it's not just about the, the screen itself. It's about thinking of who your viewer is and what they're doing. That's a great point. So I think it's a good time to take a little uh, promo break. And when we get back, we're going to dive into, you know, like we normally do on the second part of our podcast, the nuts and bolts, the granular. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. In today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need to drive long-term growth. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash smart video and mention smart videos for an exclusive offer. ThinkMojo, smart video for modern business. So we're back and we're going to get a little bit more granular. We're going to talk the nuts and bolts of you know what it means to create a vertical versus a horizontal video. So Brendan, at the end of the first part, you were talking about attention and you know maybe you could uh repeat you know some of the uh key points of that again. Yeah, so when you're thinking about the vertical video and the video that's on the smartphone, you know we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that uh millennials are twice as likely to engage with videos that are on their smartphones than videos that let's let's say are on their TV. But and, and that sounds like a great thing, but there's a another side of that where you don't. Ha- you may have their attention. Uh, you have. You may have more of their attention on a smartphone, but you don't have it for as long of a time. And that's for the simple reason that they're on the go. People who are on their smartphone are most likely doing something else in the physical world. Maybe they're waiting on a train. Maybe they're standing on line. You know. So you have to be careful when you make your, your, your when you create your video that it's it's hyper focused on getting people's attention immediately, getting your point across as quickly as you can. Uh, you want to be, you don't want to focus too much on, you know, the, the little tiny visual details of that. Maybe you would, if you know, you're creating a video for a wider screen. So because you're not even going to see those details, they're not, not, not even going to see it. Now, granted, you, you don't want it to be a, a pile of crap. You know, it does need to pass a certain standard of quality, but quality you want crap. To be, it has to be good quality <laughs> crap, exactly. But you want, yeah, you want to be focused on those first five seconds are so important because that's where you're going to get somebody to decide. Okay, am I going to continue watching this or not? And you want to be be sure that your your hook, it, whether it's your value, whether you're maybe you're telling a sort of story based uh, promotion, then you want to have that whatever the hook is on your story, it needs to get them immediately right in those first five seconds. And you you don't want to devote you don't want to devote too much uh, attention to like you know those little tiny details and don't I, I know sometimes you know landscape just think of a when you're taking a picture right if you take a picture with landscape that's a different image than something that is in that typical vertical space you're not going to be the you're not going to be able to use the expanse of the screen as much on. Uh, on vertical, you don't want to have to rely on those uh, wide panoramic images. You want something that's a little more focused, a little bit more direct, and goes right to the point, both visually and story-wise. Yeah, I think another point is you've got to be up close and personal as much. You you want 
that emotion to sort of flow right out of that screen because that's what vertical gives you because you don't have really the the background context that you would have let's say in the the widescreen format uh it's it's right there in your face and i think that's an important part from the point of view of marketing as you mentioned before and and this isn't anything new it's pretty much a a standard when it comes to storytelling, you want to be center focused as much as possible. You want the eye to focus into the center uh, in one way or the other. And vertical forces you to have to do that. Yeah, just think about uh, that's a good point. I mean, you know, there's so many different, there are going to be so many different ways, and, and everyone has their, every video maker, producer has their own style. So we, we certainly don't want to dictate exactly how you should make a video. But I think that some of these things are worth considering. Like, like you just said, Joel, you know, sometimes a, a close up is going to accomplish more in this format than, you know, that sort of broad two shot that you would see in, uh, you know, a standard format. Cause just, just because you're not going to be able to see that much detail. So if you're trying to convey emotion, then, you know, a series of cut single shots may be more effective than a series of wider two, three, or four shots. And by, for those that maybe don't know, a two shot is when you have two people in the frame. Uh, three shot was when you have multiple, more than two, three, four, et cetera. So when we say the close up versus the two shot, we're saying one person in the screen versus two. So. Those are just considerations to make. Always, always ask yourself, and it, you know, if it's an animation video, maybe uh, you don't want to show too many, you know, like competing icons or anything on the screen because that may be hard enough to follow on a bigger screen. But on a simpler screen, you're only going to be able to make out one thing of any great detail. So you want to keep those things as focused as possible. Um, so just go through the the video making process, considering okay, how is this going to look? In a smaller screen, what are people actually going to see? And don't don't go any beyond that because any, anything more will just uh, be confusing. Yeah. Well, I want to perhaps finish this podcast episode where we're talking. Should you go vertical? And this is something that you know when when people create websites, they go and they 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 check out how does it look on different screens how's it going to look on a tablet how's it going to look on a on a smartphone how's it going to look on a computer device uh, a widescreen computer device how's it going to look on a television and i think the same thing should go to when you're creating a video at the end of the day after you've done editing it Take a look at how that might look vertically on, on a different device. And if you see that it's not looking good, then maybe it's smart to make a second cut of it edited just for the vertical so that you actually have a couple of different versions. One that is going to be more on horizontal screens and one that would be more for vertical screens. And so if you have a whole library of videos, existing lit videos, you may want to go back there and edit those right now so that you know that they're going to be watched and viewed in the, especially if you know if your viewership is watching more and more of this on their smartphones, so that they're going to watch it in the format that is going to make sense. Yeah, and everybody knows, you brought up the websites, everybody knows the example of, you know, you go to a website on your computer, it looks great. You go to the same website on your smartphone, and it's a jumbled mess. And there's just like, you know, what you, it's so frustrating because you think, I can't do anything with it. The same it's this completely analogous to video. You have to be sure that your video is made for the vertical view of the smartphone. And as more people 
are watching video on your on their smartphones, it's not a plus anymore. It's a must. I think that's a good time to end this episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. Today, we talked about should you go vertical. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter, get complete access to our show notes, and we'll have lots of great links on this one by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. And remember, you can download this and other episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. And of course, we always appreciate any uh, comments that you can give us. It helps us understand uh, what you like about uh, our podcast and other other examples of content that you'd like us to talk about. So for Brendan and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.